Welcome to the Wounded Healers Podcast. I'm Janessa. And I'm Amy. We were brought together by our shared wound of an autoimmune condition in our early 20s. This is a place where we explore our wounds with our listeners and guests who recognize the challenges of being human in hopes of helping all of us let let the light light in. in. Hi, Janessa. Hey, Amy. Oh my gosh. It feels like a little lifetime since Mm. I've talked to you. I know it hasn't actually been that long, but it feels like it. For all of our listeners, you've had consistency, but we have had a huge lack of consistency because we actually haven't Mm -hmm. seen each other for like over three weeks now. We've pre-recorded loads um, that I've been away and Janessa's been doing her thing at work and stuff so yeah Yeah. we are so happy to be back together and to be back with you guys today yes oh my goodness yeah I've been looking forward to this like all week I was like Mm. time with Amy and the wounded healers so (laughs) yeah (laughs) I just had to sing it I'm so excited yeah we're in a singy mood today yes we are well hi guys how's the weather I'm just kidding (laughs) No, we'll spare you guys of the weather in California and in the UK. (laughs) So, but we do have some fun hot or not takes today. Mm. Amy, do you want to tell them what it is? Because Amy had this idea. I think it's brilliant. So it is. The day that we're recording this is Friday the 13th of October. Well, for for Amy. I was going to say Amy. Why am I using the third person? For myself, it's Friday the 13th of October right now. Um, Okay. It's Friday the 20th of October for you guys listening. Um, but we thought what better thing to what better thing to have for hot or not on Friday the 13th of October is horror films. Ooh, yes. Um, Spooky. Because I love horror films and like the more messed up and strange the better. And I have a whole <laughs> roster. I know you weren't expecting this, were you, Jessica? No, I wasn't. keep going (laughs) have a whole roster of very strange films one of them being the green inferno which i highly recommend to anyone it's it's when a a group of tourists have a plane crash in the amazon and they fall into a tribe of cannibals it is just hilarious so this oh god sorry i hit the microphone but i think so with horror films it has to be like so ridiculous and gory that I can turn Mm -hmm. it into a joke and then that's what I like it like if it really scares me that I'm I don't like it but it has to be just like so obscure and ridiculous but no I don't think you can be (laughs) like a couple of hours of just thrills and spills Mm mm-mm no, not even a couple of minutes for me. I'm about to take oh, this the really? whole other direction. Oh my gosh, Amy, you're like, I got a whole roster and I'm like, I have a whole roster of movies that scare the fuck out of me. I am like such, I'm such like a baby. I'm such a baby when it comes oh. to like scary films. My husband loves them. He thinks it's awesome. And he always is like, let's do a spooky October and you can get through these. And I'm just like, nah, but I do okay i should clarify because i are some horror horror i can never say right damn it these these films (laughs) these scary films there are ones that i do like and those are like you were saying the really for me it's the really vintage ones where it's like clearly like outdated and i know like that's you know that's Mm -hmm. fake blood that's Mm -hmm. not a real knife um and I wanted to give an example of one. It's yeah. super obscure, but it's from the 80s called Happy Birthday to Me. Ooh. And it was like filmed in 1981. And it's like this gory psychological kind of a thriller, mm. but it's so outdated now that it's not <laughs> even scary. It's almost funny at some points. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, but I honestly, like if I watch something that's modern and scary, like when I watched Get, like, Get Out, I was so scared. Like, Mm. oh my. And also, have you seen Hereditary, the movie, Amy? Yes, I have. But it's got that really, that fame, Tony, whatever her name is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh really my God, good. I was, at, I, was, no, I was so scared for days. I literally, I went to like a movie night with a bunch of people and we, I knew it was going to be spooky. So I, I could have just not gone, but I was like, yeah, hereditary, what it was about. Holy fuck. I had my fingers in my ears. Like I'm the kind of person who needs to cut off all sound so that I'm not like overly stimulated. <laughs> oh you're just in the cinema like with your yeah it it wasn't in the cinema it was on my friend's porch like we all projected the movie oh that sounds yeah it's so fun but i'm yeah yeah, i am sitting in the group with friends with my fingers in my ears just like no (laughs) absolutely not oh god um yeah i love i do i love just being scared because it's really rare like, because uh-huh. I, I guess I don't really feel f- that kind of fear in everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm great, I'm grateful. I guess I'm very lucky Good. too. <laughs> so it's like, it's really fun to just like have like the goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And I think it was one thing that's cool about horror films is that they can change your physiology. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's one of those, you know, we talk about like, you are the placebo and like, yes. you're, you know, like, how your mind can influence your body Mm -hmm. it's such a good example of that of how like you're not in danger but because of something Mm -hmm. you're seeing visually and hearing your body feels like you're in danger yeah it's It's like like... it's such a good example of um yeah I love it it is I'm just thinking of like the advertisement for that like come feel like you're lost in the Amazon for one hour like escape your reality yeah for one hour oh, it's God, true yeah. you kind of do escape your like reality mm-hmm. of those feelings and those i don't know yeah. dude i don't know i think you're so badass now because Ooh. i'm like i'm so scared <laughs> so i have a feeling i know what you're gonna give yes yeah. so yeah are, are in conclusion horror films are hot yeah damn oh man i'm gonna get so much hate because so many people love them but i'm gonna say it's it's not hot for me i'm always down for some rom-com or some comedy or lord of the rings forever and always i will watch that endlessly yeah yeah whereas i'm not into that really not into the we balance each other out (laughs) if we ever do do a um Mm -hmm. a wounded healer's I don't know retreat or something yes. I'll do the I'll do the horror film room you can do the Perfect. the fan, the fantasy adventure room that's great I'll just make sure to buy like really cute little earmuffs like the fuzzy kind <laughs> and I can maybe join your your group in that room for just a little a, a silk eye mask and a fuzzy earmuff just like blindly eating popcorn I'm just like yes I'm just here for the vibes yes oh wow mm. I love when the hot or not, like, I love it when we segue into our topic and it's not about the hot or not. And I'm like, speaking of horrifying things, our topic yeah. today is, <laughs> which actually kind of is quite scary. Yeah. Yeah. Our topic is pretty much working in nine to five or just working with a chronic illness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I'm really excited to record, actually. Because um, it was a listener request, wasn't it? Yes, but it also, was. I think it's something that you don't really see a lot. Like this is how I perceive the lay of the land. <laughs> like you either like the kind of the the I don't want to say like famous, but like the chronic illness like influencers mm-hmm. who I feel like they do like online stuff relating to chronic illness as their job a lot of the time Mm -hmm. like they're like coaches or like maybe they're like big enough that they are just an influencer yeah so you don't we and then on like the helpline websites like in the uk we have nras which is like a charity and they they have Mm -hmm. like work advice but it's just like scary like you have to tell your boss that you have arthritis and they have to legally give you this much time off and you're just like ooh, you never really get to hear from just like a normal person that's juggling both things so mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be that normal person who's juggling both things <laughs> oh my gosh I love it and you're right because I think you know as many of us know with like 
seeing influencers online, we're only getting one side of a mm-hmm. multifaceted person. And, yeah. you know, it's not, I think just traditionally, it's not as glamorous to talk about your 95. Like, yeah. And so I'm very excited to like share my non-glamorousness with you all as well. <laughs> yeah. Peel back the mask, show the reality, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Show what everyone's dealing with. Totally. Mm. Yeah, I guess, you know, so I had like some experiences in mind from college and like so I worked in college um multiple weird jobs to just get by and afford rent Mm -hmm. and to pay off my college um really loans at this point but um pretty much I was afraid in college to tell my employers I was very afraid when I got diagnosed with RA Mm -hmm. that if I told someone that in an interview they would I know you're not allowed to in the United States, like discriminate against like race, gender, color, or ability. Mm-hmm. But I always feared that my, you know, I don't know, that my resume would get like shafted to the very mm-hmm. back of the line if I said, you know, I have an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. Was that ever a fear for you, Amy? Mm, yeah. Well, actually, it's kind of funny because I worked for the same company for like 12 years you know I didn't go to college so I like worked there as a teenager and then I got a job at their like head office when I was like 18 and I stayed there until I was 28 or 29 so the whole time that I was being diagnosed I was just like applying for different jobs for the same business where you don't really like you know they're like you don't really have to give disclose the same amount of information because you're already on the books or whatever um so that wasn't a concern for me when I was being diagnosed um but I would never put it on my resume still now but do you is it on your resume now no it's not on my resume but I guess like in the U.S. there's most jobs will have you fill out like a mm-hmm. w9 or w9 i9 form <laughs> and this is for your taxes yeah um, clearly i don't know much about that i just fill it out um but you fill out some information and then usually they have these legal documents and one of them for jobs is like do you have a disability that your employer should know about mm-hmm. and it actually like lists out Um, autoimmune conditions and different conditions that in the United States are considered to be disabilities and on that list is rheumatoid arthritis so Um. it was very strange because it also says you have the right to not disclose what you have Mm. like -hmm. you can just say I have I am disabled and not say what Mm. um at the time like when I was filling those out when I was in college I was lying because I was Mm. like I don't identify as disabled you know nothing had happened to my arm yet our last episode was on surgeries so I felt very much in pain but I didn't feel that I could claim that I was in that community at that time Mm -hmm. and um so I chose to just not answer it and just kind of let it go by so like yeah and in college it was weird because I worked at this pizzeria like in the midst of this diagnosis and it was like a very very toxic college oh. work environment just kind of like people who were older but thought they were the shit because they've been making pizzas for three years and, <laughs> and now I look back and you guys that was really problematic in my life then I was like oh my god like they're way better with the pizza dough than I am and now I'm just like the fuck but at that time I was so afraid for people to know I was hurting so bad so Mm -hmm. just really hide it and like I would work kind of slowly and I had a coworker who would just give me shit for working slowly and be like you need to like be faster you need to do this but like my fingers were like on fire my joints and like my feet too so I just Mm. remember like vividly to take you to a dark time they had me clean the bathrooms one night oh yeah yeah so we close the pizzeria and I'm cleaning this bathroom and you have to so you have to clean the toilet you got to clean the sink you got to disinfect the little handles you can use and um I also had to mop the the floor, but the mopping hurt my body so badly that I started crying in the bathroom. 
and I remember a coworker coming in being like how like close are you to done and because we used bleach in there I just I lied and I was like oh this the like bleach is like making me like I don't know my eyes water but really you guys I was in so much physical pain I just didn't know how to tell people I didn't know how to tell people because I thought I was a burden I thought Mm. I would be a burden if I told Mm. them which is ridiculous now that I'm have more perspective on it mm-hmm. but yeah yeah did you and did you ever feel that way too yeah I think I never think because I feel like thankfully I was just like doing a desk job right so I didn't mm-hmm. I never came into situations like that but I did always there have been times where I've like lied that I'm not upset that I'm like doing something mm-hmm. else or that I'm fine um, and it's because also an, another kind of more than like not feeling like a burden I just didn't want people to look at me differently mm-hmm. like what, what people thought of me was so important to me and I just like mm-hmm. didn't want them to be like oh like that's the girl with an illness and yeah. like that be like that's how they think of me mm-hmm. um, so yeah I was really reluctant to tell people all the time I think at, at work there were obviously there's some people that need to know especially when you're being diagnosed because you have like lots of hospital appointments and you're yeah. trying new drugs and stuff so there's definitely like a circle of people that 100% need to know um, but I was I didn't really tell too many people I definitely was not like an advocate of myself in the early days I feel that too yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to be when you're just like I have no idea of what's happening to my body or why and just trying to make it day by day yeah literally yeah Yeah. well I had this really actually pretty amazing experience so my Mm. first time um so another job right outside of college I got hired in as a uh, preschool teacher and um there were two other teachers in the preschool room with me so that's a lot but it was really cool because we all worked well together and would like we had a large group of kids too so it was great but when I got hired on I sat in the interview and I thought to myself I literally have nothing to lose I still had that pizza job and I was also working at this Italian restaurant on the weekends to like make more money and um I was in so much pain but I was like you know what this job's gonna pay better I can you know at least just do one thing and just in the day so I can be home like at night mm-hmm. and um yeah I remember being interviewed and the manager there she was like are there any illnesses or anything that would impact you know your work here that we should know about so I just I felt there was nothing for me to lose so I said yeah I was like I do want you to know that like I'm newly diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis which is an autoimmune disease and um you know like there are some things I might not be able to do like and I might need some assistance with it um particularly like heavy lifting Mm -hmm. and she was like okay and I, I thought she was going to be like, okay, and then, like, move on. And then she was like, you know, I really, like, admire that you said that. She's like, oh. I have MS, which is an autoimmune oh. condition as well. And so I had – I wasn't going to ask, but, like, she wore, um, like – flip-flops and this was like a nice preschool it was like an academy but in her office she wore flip-flops and she explained to me that ms like because the nerve damage it was doing it made wearing shoes very uncomfortable like it just Mm. felt really awful on her feet so sometimes she just had to slip on these flip-flops in her office so i got the job even with saying i wasn't feeling well and that i have this autoimmune disease and out of it I also had this connection to the manager of, you know, some empathy there. Like, mm-hmm. she understood. And, like, mm-hmm. when it came to reviews or, like, how we were doing with our preschool yeah. room, she'd be like, how are you feeling? Like, are you oh, feeling good. okay? And I was just like, it's a little rough right now, you mm-hmm. know? So I really, like, that was my first time doing that, and it gave oh, me a lot of good. faith in people. Yeah, that's really nice. Huh. Um, yeah, I feel like what are the chances of that happening though? Right? Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. And also her son was in my preschool class. Oh. So that was kind of fun too. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Well, no, that's really amazing that you had that positive experience quite at the beginning as well. And yeah. have, you, have you done that with most of your other jobs now as well? Kind of um, said at the beginning. So 
No. So after no. that, you'd, you'd think I would, but I didn't. Mm. No. And um, I think the other times, like, after that, it wasn't that I didn't want them to know. It's, like, I was in a deep denial, mm-hmm. and I was in a place where I was doing a lot to try and, like, rapidly heal. I was trying to, like, have you ever heard that term, like, spiritual bypass before? No. Okay, so there's this term called spiritual bypassing, and it's this concept. It's this idea that um, sometimes people will try and bypass uncomfortability by making it spiritual and being like, oh, it's a sign I shouldn't do that because I saw a red car, and I love red cars, you know? But instead of actually facing what freaked them out. Like, it's a a sign I shouldn't tell them how I feel because I saw this, you know? Okay, okay, So it's almost like using spirituality as a scapegoat Mm -hmm. instead of a tool. That's what that can be. Mm -hmm. So I was starting to do that. I felt like, like, being like, "Mm," like, if I show up and, like, I don't know, I would just say these random things. I'd be like, and if, like, if we, like, don't, like, sit down and we don't talk about this first then I won't bring it up or I'll bring it up if this comes up you know so I was like bypassing this experience that I I should have been building my skill at you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I was just in a lot of denial it just it was what it was um Mm -hmm. and yeah but after that I got hired on you know later way later on with the company I'm at now Mm -hmm. um and before that, actually, I was hired into a hospital setting. And yes. to them, I was very straightforward and it was very accepting. It was mm-hmm. very nice to mm-hmm. have people in the medical field be like, we know what that is. Like, we understand how we can support you. And yeah, they gave me great time off to see my doctor who was literally yeah. in the next building. <laughs> so that worked Good. fantastically. Yeah. And my current job, I told my boss because there was a chance I was going to need to go back onto infusions um and I had to tell him because those are eight hour infusions that I was doing and I was like yeah. I would need to work remotely like from a from a chair from like a, a mm-hmm. chair where I would be getting an IV drip mm-hmm. and he was just like whoa <laughs> he's like okay like sure anything like he was very kind he had no idea yeah. what I had <laughs> he was like I don't know what rheumatoid arthritis is but whatever I can do I was like okay mm. so Nice. I also, Mm -hmm. I do think you can tell whether someone's going to like be, I mean, maybe not in every case you wouldn't get it right, but I think I can really read the individuals I talk to like at work. I can be like, this person's going to respond to it well Mm -hmm. and would be like a good ally to have. And then like other people, you know, that it's going to, unfortunately like my boss at my company I'm at now he's left now but mm-hmm. I never told him the whole time I worked there that I was ill because like yeah. I heard the way like he spoke about other people and I'm <sighs> like you are not gonna um, digest this news well <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you um but yeah you know I, I think you can get a read of people Mm-hmm. and find the ones that are going to support you definitely are there I was going to say I feel like for this episode another really interesting avenue we could explore is like are there any tools you have at work that help you or that you use while you're working that help mm. you feel more comfortable with any kind of pains or mm. ongoing things that you're dealing with I think my my biggest thing that is is not achievable for everyone but the Mm -hmm. fact that I work at home most of the time is huge because Mm -hmm. it means like I don't have a commute to tire me out or stress me if there are days that I don't feel like getting a full like outfit on and stuff I don't have to do that I can like stay in sweats sitting on the sofa like in the afternoon I'm this actually is not very good for your spine so I don't recommend it but like on you know there's certain days where you're Mm -hmm. just like I just need to like put my feet up yeah I can do that so yeah it's maybe it's not the most helpful advice because there's definitely some jobs where you absolutely cannot do it but that has been like the one thing that's Mm -hmm. really changed the game for me rather than having to get to an office five days a week yeah no that's nice Mm. I like that Mm. I 
Okay, my office setting is like very corporate office yeah. <laughs> and like it's um okay, so there are some things that I have found to be very helpful, but I had to conquer my fears in asking for them. Yeah. So like in in the US or in California I should say, you do have the right to ask for like an ergonomic evaluation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if your employer is able to provide that, they will. And um if you also, so I had an ergonomic evaluation when I worked at the hospital, and so I knew what worked best for me. So if you do know what works best for you, in like a really respectful, professional way, of course, you can always reach out to your manager and ask if that's something that the company is able to buy for you mm-hmm. so that you can better do your job and that you can just stay consistent mm-hmm. and like feel well while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So I did let my boss know, you know, I was like I'd really like a standing desk like I it took a lot for me to ask that and Mm. he was just like okay like is it necessary and I was like yeah it is because I really need to like move my knees and stuff and then he was like totally and then he then he put in the checkout thing on Amazon and ordered that right away and um that was very helpful having a desk Mm. that I can either make a sit-down desk or a stand-up desk yeah that's a game changer for my knees and like for all kinds of things because mm. um, you don't that. think yeah. um, you don't realize it's like the sitting down in one position that mm-hmm. for me at least that makes me stiff so like that's why it's mm-hmm. good to even sit in different places or exactly yeah. like you said like have a desk that can stand or can sit it's like the moving around really helps throughout mm-hmm. the day definitely and if you are currently like going through a flare in your feet and you're like, okay, sitting hurts mm. after a while, but also I can't do the standing, mm-hmm. then there's alternatives like, you know, those like big yoga balls people use yep. or like workout balls. You can ask to have one of those in your office. And I know you might feel silly at first, but honestly, it's kind of a vibe because if you're just <laughs> bouncing around while you're working, enjoying yourself, mm-hmm. nothing's cooler than that you know that person's having a good time they're cute be like well they're bouncing around <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so yeah that's kind of nice and like gives you a little bit more movement mm-hmm. um and I i'm find sure i have many chairs at the mm-hmm. office yeah having a footstool as well mm-hmm. is like like being able to put my feet up and it doesn't have to even be like an official stool you can just go and get loads of like printer paper yeah. and put your feet up on them but i love like, it yeah being able to elevate okay. your feet yeah, I'm picturing the box of printer paper. Yeah. Like a perfect way to do yeah. it. I'm like, yes. Um, yeah, there's that. And then I I have two mouse like controllers oh. for my computer at work. I work on a computer all day long. Um, I do database management. And so I have a left-handed mouse and I have a right-handed mouse. Oh, and great. that's because the right elbow sometimes gets kind of i don't know kind of painful in mm-hmm. certain ways mm-hmm. and then i just switched to using my left-handed mouse for a little bit to give my yeah. arm a break so i found nice. that that's very helpful it also yes. makes me look like a spy kids character because i've got like two <laughs> two little mouses and i'm like all right let me look up that data <laughs> um so something else actually that's made me think is you know i've i mentioned before that that like self-adhesive tape that you can wrap mm-hmm. around your body, or not your whole body, but different parts of you, that's really good on your fingers. If you're having like mm. a flare up in your finger, but you still need to click the mouse, you can just wrap your finger in that self-adhesive tape. Um, oh, awesome. And it makes like a little splint. Oh. Or you can like splint two fingers together. Yeah. That's, okay, you just reminded me of something, Amy. Okay. I tried with that self-adhesive tape. Mm-hmm. It's not the most beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But I have some pens. And I'm really weirdly particular with the pens I use at work. But I have some pens that kind of sometimes when my fingers are hurting, hurt to grip. Mm. And I don't know. The pencil grips have gone. They just don't really do it for me. So I have taken that self-adhesive and put it around the pencil to make, like, the world's thickest grip ever. But it's so nice on my hands. Like, I feel so much better using it and writing with it. And you can get fun designs. Like, it can be, like, polka dots or something like Mm -hmm. that. So, yeah, it does look like I have a jumbo pencil or pen, but it works wonders, especially when I'm writing it on the computer all day. Because writing 
makes my hand hurt so much I basically like I feel like I can't write anymore like even Mm -hmm. like journaling I do it on my laptop yeah like it's Christmas card seasons coming up and I'm like oh god how am I gonna write all the Christmas cards (laughs) you're like enjoying this email babe yeah um I'm gonna do that this year I'm gonna put myself adhesive tape on my pencil yes I love it let me know what you think it's gonna be a thick one but it's good (laughs) (laughs) there's that and then I'm trying to think of other little tips and tricks oh I have one Mm -hmm. I have a um I have a tiny space heater under my desk at work I for some reason get really cold like I get colder than Mm -hmm. other people around me me too big time yeah we just run a little colder sometimes Mm -hmm. so I have that space heater under my desk and I just turn that thing on whenever I'm Mm -hmm. too chilly and like for me if I get too cold I feel like my joints know Mm -hmm. and um I've always kind of thought of making me, maybe we should for Instagram, of the mean girls moment where she's like, there's a 30% chance it's raining outside and she's like <laughs> squeezing her boob. Like that's how I feel when it gets cold. I'm like, there's a 30% chance my freaking joints are going to flare up like yeah. Yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just are. So yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. That's yeah. Really good. You've just made me think of something actually. I found out because when we were on holiday in Croatia, the weather was like very changeable it was like sunny and then it we had like rainstorms um so we were all really getting in depth with all the weather apps and AccuWeather which is like A-C-C-U weather have a rheumatoid arthritis forecast what it's like based on the barometric pressure and the weather where you are tells you how likely you are to have a flare-up the coming week okay one sec and activated I'm writing it down it's yeah. ACU A-C-C-U oh yeah. see this is why I love I love that we get the chance to podcast because I bet you so many people right now are like oh my gosh including me including yeah. me get your pens get your pens yeah. write it down and it didn't it didn't just have rheumatoid arthritis there were loads of different illnesses you could choose from depending <laughs> What? what it's something for everyone no matter what your illness is they've got a weather forecast for it i love it i love yeah. it i just like recently heard and i don't really haven't really researched this so i don't know how like scientific this is but <laughs> i heard when it gets like kind of hot and humid that can be really difficult on joints as well oh, um okay. like humidity is like really difficult mm. on bodies with autoimmune conditions so mm. you know we're just out here surviving the elements <laughs> the best we damn can (laughs) which element is okay this is the thing so i'm like okay so hot and humid doesn't work cold Uh doesn't work what are we Mm -hmm. aiming for here just like you you gotta get that like perfect california summer weather like you're good in the summer but then when with this uh increasingly weird weather these years it's not as stable anymore so no yeah yeah oh no we've made it onto the weather somehow we've made it onto the weather oh gosh (laughs) welcome everyone we're sorry everyone <laughs> oh my gosh but that app that app um, sounds so cool another off another office tip that's just come to mind um mm. i they're quite expensive so this is a luxury this is a little mm. ra luxury but there's these little pads they're like hand warmers you know the hand warmers that you like snap and hold on to mm-hmm. but you can stick them onto your body and they are so nice. Like if you don't want to like heat your hot water bottle up in the office, which I have done that before. I've heated a hot water bottle up or used a heated wheaty at work if I've been in pain. Um, mm-hmm. But if you don't want to have your, your actual like contraption on your desk, you can just get by those little heated stickers and stick them on your body. And you just have a nice oh. bit of warmth radiating in an area. Um, and they last that. for like five, six hours. So that can be really nice. Wow. I love that so mm. much. Yes. Oh, dang. Okay. I do have one other mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> if you're, if you're brave enough to let your woo show, if you are a woo <laughs> person on my desk at work, uh, I have a salt lamp and I know that sounds really silly, but 
salt lamps are really good at like collecting impurities in the air like it literally is like on an ion level so i keep it in there i keep it on and it's actually just like a calming light amongst Mm. all these like ridiculous lights that are like in our office building fluorescent lights to the max it's so i'm like oof so um no it's really nice to have that and i know that you're probably thinking janessa what does that have to do with ra but i just mean (laughs) wellness in general like if you just want to look at your salt rock lamp and be like you're doing something Uh, and you're great so can anyone else just imagine janessa's desk at work it's got like a sign hanging that says like tarot readings five (laughs) dollars and come on in she's if you want your data read yeah (laughs) I'm looking into your data chart and I'm seeing that the forecast for this week is 4.9%. So yeah, no, I can see it now. Yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. the one to have crystals on my desk. My yeah, that's coworkers awesome. know. Like, that's yeah. awesome. You're yeah. inspiring everyone, I'm sure. Thank you. I also have a picture of Amy and I from a photo <gasps> booth when you visited. Jeez. Like in my cube, yeah. I'm like, that's my friend. <laughs> that's my friend that's my that's my co-host that's my girl (laughs) yes babe that's so cute mine's Mm. on my vision board my picture of us on the um yeah (laughs) oh that's amazing i mean that's another tip actually putting things around you that make you happy Mm -hmm. that's very yeah very good tip especially if you're in a corporate office as well like that shit I don't know why but at least in California all the corporate offices I've been in that are not high tech ones I shouldn't mm-hmm, specify mm-hmm, are all gray and I'm yeah. like what well, who decided this who decided gray they... cubicles gray carpeting <laughs> like we what it was like pre before they thought about like employee welfare wasn't yeah. it you really <laughs> yeah. know when you step into an office that's like pre-2000 you're like okay it, yeah it is it is a hundred percent like the rug yeah. looks like from the 90s where I work yeah. it's got like swishes of color mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, like, the, <laughs> like the ceiling squares are, are like stained brown from where there's that's been it. like leaks <laughs> that is literally my office I'm like don't look up don't look down <laughs> surround yourself with good things <laughs> it's fun it's good fun Mm -hmm. another thing that just came to mind is something that I'm not very consistent at yet but in Mm -hmm. the past I was is if you have a few minutes like if you get like a five minute break um every however many hours try taking yourself to somewhere quiet and away from the stress of work whether that be your Mm -hmm. car or somewhere in the like lunchroom or Mm -hmm. an employee lounge and if you are comfortable to do it you could put your headphones in and just Mm -hmm. do a very quick meditation yeah there's meditations under five minutes out there and Mm -hmm. just to be able to close your eyes take a deep breath and reset is so huge and even if that's all you do if even if you just close your eyes in your car and you just take some really good deep breaths and exhales Mm -hmm. and like you can really return back to your desk feeling a little bit yeah. less like you want to just leave and go home right then so, <laughs> so yeah another great location for that is a toilet cubicle yes yeah um, no there's no questions asked like where you been toilet toilet mm-hmm. and if you're breathing deep in like a shared bathroom <laughs> no one's gonna ask why yeah. <laughs> they're just like she's you're going through it babe <laughs> i believe in you <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah, I have another thing. It's diverting a little bit from from office tips, but I think it's something that people don't talk about much. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to, I want, I do want to say, it, even though I even now feel like slight shame saying it, mm-hmm. but I took quite a big pay cut to mm-hmm. get into a job that was like easy slightly easier and less stress and that I could work Mm. at home doing so like my last job that I left and the job that I've taken now is like an eight grand pay cut Mm. which is a lot and I feel like it's like the the opposite of what people say you should do when you're in your 20s you know that like this is a time where you should earn as much as you can and put it away um but yeah I did do that and I think if you are financially capable of doing that 
I really think getting into a headspace where you're not just like chasing money and you're mm-hmm. thinking about what you need for your well-being then I do think that's something you should consider if you can because it is yeah. it's invaluable really to have a job where like at the end of the day I can just close my laptop and I'm I don't think about it again for the rest of the oh. night I really don't yeah I I am like I want that I'm working <laughs> towards that still I literally am like I do need to do something that is less demanding like Mm -hmm. my job at this time is pretty stressful and has been this year and I do make good money at this job so it's really easy to stay for that but Mm -hmm. I've noticed like you were saying you know the culture around working really hard in your 20s and even in your 30s is so intense but like I really wish there was more representation for a culture that is like you know what I get working hard, but when you have an autoimmune condition, mm-hmm. working hard can really just mean compromising your health. And yeah. we are a community of people who know that what it's like to not have your health. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, babe, not worth it. Yeah. Not worth it. This is exactly, exactly what it was. Like in my last role, I was waking up in the, literally waking up in the middle of the night thinking about having conversations with my colleagues that I like had to have mm. the next day at like three in the morning and I was oh, like shit. this is like so this is only gonna end one way and it's gonna be really fucking bad for me mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah yeah no I think that's telling when you start having consistent like nightmares mm-hmm. or your sleep schedule is so impacted by your stress of your job yeah you really do need to sit down and be honest with yourself whether or not Mm. you can sustain that and if you can't and you're in kind of a bind like is there someone who's able to just help you out in that time or is there some kind of a loan or a grant that you're able to accept to get you through that kind of rough patch Mm -hmm. um and you know these are not these are not fabulous things like that's the other thing too like working with a chronic illness is anything but like you know fabulous (laughs) in my opinion you know I never like I rarely I should say really go to work feeling like "Mm, I'm amazing and I just love being here for eight hours you know and nothing's going wrong you know (laughs) so it's just it's the nitty-gritty it's the grind but it doesn't have to be grinding you to Mm -hmm. a pulp you know it should in fact it shouldn't be grinding you to a pulp it really shouldn't and like even if you have to make sacrifices Mm -hmm. to your lifestyle like I would really recommend you consider doing that too if you like to to prioritize your well-being because you can't take the damage back like I don't mean I don't mean to scare anyone but like if you're flaring and you're damaging your joints that's not you can't change that Mm -hmm. yeah you can you can like go without some things (laughs) if you're willing to make that decision definitely like another thing too with working a nine-to-five is if you are in an office like something that I am also working on being more consistent with is really packing my own lunches because the foods around my office Mm -hmm. are not very healthy they're very Mm -hmm. fast food oriented Mm -hmm. or they're restaurants that will take longer than my lunch break to get food at um, yeah. yeah, I would say just if you're able to pack your own meal um, or prep a meal for the week, mm-hmm. um, that would be very helpful. And especially if you're able to make it f- like flare friendly or mm-hmm. non flare friendly. Did yeah. I say that right? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> even really easy. And obviously, it depends on like the size of your family and what you've got going mm-hmm. on. But even just like making an extra portion of your dinner to take for lunch the next day is like the easiest way I've found to do that so you don't even have to like make something else it's just extra of what you're already cooking definitely Mm. Mm -hmm. also good shoes good shoes babe yeah good shoes um I think it's really hard sometimes to find like supportive shoes that are cute um so sometimes I just take the loss and just take the comfort but there are some really nice like office type shoes like like almost like slip-ons now with like really good um soles in them or like Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. inserts yeah and you can always buy extra inserts like say you Mm -hmm. have to wear like something pretty smart 
and you like say you're wearing like a loafer you can always get a really like nice gel um insert insole that's what we call them here um, oh. yeah you can always slip that in so no one needs to know about your cooling arch support <laughs> that's yes. going on inside your chic loafer Mm-hmm. Which brings me to another thing. When you said cooling, you can bring like things like Icy Hot or BioFreeze mm-hmm. or any kind of topical cream to work. That is, of course, if I mean, I'm saying this for all my Californians. I don't think you can bring your CBD or THC stuff to work. So don't do that. UK is probably like, what are you talking about? <laughs> don't do that. But bring some like non-drug related <laughs> creams that feel good Wait. and you can apply them. You wouldn't be able to bring like CBD gel into your office. CBD, I think you can as long as there's no THC. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of CBD topicals that have like 1% THC or something. So if you have that on in your desk, babe, I don't know. Just be mindful. Yeah. But um, if it's full on CBD, no THC, I think you're fine. Got you. Yeah. But we don't. THC is illegal here. I know that's so strange. That's, I know. I mean, like, it, like I get it, but also I'm just like <laughs> in California where people are just like we smoke blunts on our balconies all the time. I see it because like I follow. I think because I like follow you mm-hmm. and stuff. Like a lot of people on Room Toy Girls that I follow mm-hmm. smoke weed. Like I get it's obviously like because yep. it's good for pain and stuff, isn't it? But it's so weird, mm-hmm. like just on their story there's just like the biggest more piles of weed than I've like ever seen in my life and it's just like that's just normal like that's literally like they just go pick that up from somewhere legally (laughs) they don't go and meet like a teenage boy in a tracksuit with like music blasting in his Corsa (laughs) to get (laughs) which is like what you do in England oh my gosh I just got such a good visual from that (laughs) he's wearing an Adidas tracksuit in a car you're meeting him like in a car park of a leisure yes. center <laughs> maybe outside of a liquor store i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah yeah i think those are like my primary tips and then also just to like know that you know i feel like having an autoimmune disease is in some ways it feels like a job to keep well mm-hmm. like and mm-hmm. i know that's really frustrating and your wellness journey shouldn't your life how do I say this I think you know our lives are not always meant to be in healing mode mm-hmm. I think it's okay to just have a fun day I think it's yeah. okay to not worry about how you know this will impact you in an hour I think mm-hmm. it's okay to just live yeah, um, yeah. with that said you know it's also hard so mm-hmm. just be gentle and kind to yourself yeah. like be kind to yourself and if you can't work at the rate that you're co-worker works at like who knows what they're going through honestly but Mm. also you know what you're going through Mm -hmm. so don't compare yourself to other folks just yeah show up the best you can that day such good advice and I think we really also we need to stop equating people's worth to the work that they do Mm -hmm. like it's like what we it's like the first thing you ask someone when you meet them it's like the it's what your family members always ask you. They're like, how's work? And, yeah. you know, we really, our lives are centered around it now. And that's the, that's our capitalist society. Mm-hmm. But you know what always, I always think about, maybe this will help someone else. But I do get quite nostalgic for like the old days that I wasn't even a part of. But like, I always think like women in like the 30s, you know, they didn't care about work. because like you know they had lived had a very different life but like you can be it doesn't you can have like the fullest life and it's okay to just have a job that you start at nine you do it you leave at five and Mm. you that's it it's your work you just like earn your money and that's it it's not a part of who you are it's not your identity yeah I love that because there's also this huge um, pressure, I think, to everyone says, do what you love, like, yes. for work, do what you love for work. But honestly, what I love, it's not going to pay that shit. And it doesn't pay the rent. And you know what, it doesn't mean I don't have to not love it. But mm-hmm. it means that you're right, Amy, like your job, if you're not doing something that you just you're fully passionate about, 
that's okay. You don't have to put that pressure on yourself. Yeah. If it's something you can manage and it pays the bills and you can leave it, like you said, at 5 p.m., close that and then start your passion, mm-hmm. you know, like play guitar, create your art, like you are still living that. You yeah. are still living and doing what your, your soul wants to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think we just have to like sever this idea of like your job has to be, you know, your yeah. dream. Yeah. yeah, completely, completely. And that is another, you've just made me think of another thing of try and give yourself time before and after work to Mm. nurture things that mean something to you. And I think that is easier to do after work and probably like, it's probably harder when you have kids. Like I always think like I'm here saying this, but like when people have kids and they work, like I'm sorry, I don't know how you're doing you're that. You're, yeah, you're doing incredibly well. Like you, I'm sure you don't have time to do anything before work. But like, I think for, if you don't have kids and you're like our generation, it's really easy to wake up like with just enough time mm-hmm. before work and then you brush your teeth, have your breakfast, go to work. And then like first thing you're like, okay, this is work. Whereas like if you wake up a little bit before, you can like read or you can go to like, a class you can go to like an exercise class a yoga class Mm. like then you don't feel like you've started your day for your business yeah like you've started your day done something for you then it's work time then it's your time again it's not just like wake up work yeah because you're not just giving your energy to Mm -hmm. someone else's dream yeah you know that company is someone else's dream you're actually giving some of your energy to what makes you thrive in your yeah. own self. So like, that's such a good way to give back, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't have to be like an exercise class. It can be whatever makes you happy. Like if you like to game, you can do that. If like, you like to, I don't know, walk the dog, do that. Mm-hmm. If you like to read yes. a book, do that. You know, it doesn't have to be like, yeah. it also it doesn't have to be like bettering yourself. I think that's why I was trying to say that. It just mm-hmm. has to be something that like feeds your soul and makes you happy. Yes, definitely. I love that. Ugh. Well, with that said, I feel like, are there any key things we want to wrap up with? But I feel like we've, we've taken you all around and I think you'll have some ideas and also be like, wait, I also think this, so when we post on the Instagram, if you have anything yeah. that's working for you in your nine to five, please share it there. Like mm. that's the beauty of this community. Like you give in and you receive, and we feel so grateful whenever yeah. we receive any, yeah. any messages from you all, any little comments or all the likes too. We really do appreciate you. We yeah. know that takes a moment of your time and yeah your time's precious to us so thank you yeah and we do we want to hear what you think as well if not about the podcast but about well about the podcast but also like if you do have more suggestions (laughs) please do mention them and we'll share them and stuff like we do we want this to be like a community not just Mm -hmm. like something where you feel like we're separate from you Mm -hmm. yeah we, my brain went we are all one and I was like that's a little creepy I'm sorry but you know what I mean it's family vibes here <laughs> it is yeah exactly it's family vibes mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> um yeah and with that said yeah speaking of I've got a yeah. I've got a I've got a nine to five to go to right now so that's right and I got a I got a bedtime to go to yeah. <laughs> So I love it. Amy, you're going to live in the future and then <laughs> tomorrow I'll live in your future, which yeah. is so wild. Tomorrow will be yeah. Friday the 13th for you. What? Yes. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so cool. All right. Well, thank you all for being here. Yeah. Thank we're you so guys. Excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're so, yeah. It's been really nice to be here with you as well, Janessa, after a yeah. few weeks off, fell back in the I missed you. Flame. Yeah. Me mm-hmm. too. So we will see you guys again in two weeks. And until then, remember to let the light in. Bye. Bye.